0: what's up podcast listener if you're sitting at your desk or riding in your car know that today you're joining a family of basketball professionals who are trying to change other people's lives through the game that changed theirs this podcast is going to take you along the journey of basketball entrepreneurs and how they make a living from the game that they love if i say anything anything that gives you value in this episode please go to itunes and leave me a top five top five top five review and now let's get to the show So I've got – man, I'm excited for this interview. I'm pumped. It's Friday. It's Easter weekend. I've got Coach Sean Hardeman, the founder of Ball Hard Basketball here, uh, Nationwide Basketball Training System. I mean, this guy doesn't need an intro. I will say that he uh, is the only guy that John Lucas actually went outside of his brand to to help out to train. Um, So, uh, Coach, can you mind if I tell everybody how we – started talking the story
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, sir. Knock it out.
0: So, hey, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, too. So, basically, I I reposted a video of Coach Hardimans and it featured his uh, his Dominator. It's a, it's a new tool, old-school tool with a new twist to it, and we won't go too much into it because it's still patent pending. Um, but I reposted that, got thousands and thousands of views, a lot of engagement, probably one of my most popular posts, and Coach Hardeman, you you commented on it and said, Hey, what's the name of this tool? And I didn't know that was your your thing. I didn't know that was your account. I just saw your video <laughs> I posted it and I forgot the tag whoever it was. You asked me that. I said, I don't know. I can't find the trainer. And I'm thank I thank God that I said that because if I didn't, I think my credibility would have been shot forever, right?
1: <laughs> uh, it, it would have been questionable.
0: it have be questionable. So you 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 basically um you tried to throw me for the okey doke on oh,
1: instagram but yes yeah, yes yeah, sir. Yeah, sir. well i wanted to see what what type of character we're dealing with and uh, ever since then we've been a uh, good friends. just like uh, i love i love what you're bringing to the table right now and i think it's necessary so i want to support in any way possible so
0: no, I appreciate that, and I can tell you are an honest person. And I mean, even the first call, like you, you asked me, man, who was this kid? Or you didn't know I was a kid. You know who I was. Who was this guy speaking authoritatively in this niche? What is his background? What's his pedigree? And you know, it kind of made me change my entire perspective from giving advice to documenting the process. So here's what I'm learning from other people. So I appreciate you for that that shift. Yes,
1: sir. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, like I said, it's, it's, it's all a growing process and my job as a, you know, 43 year old guy eight years in is to help the next man, you know, but I'm not going to give you an easy win, but I will give you a, a you know, a blueprint that kind of worked for me and that you figure it out.
0: So, okay, you're 43, you're eight years in. Do you not believe that you could have done what you're doing now, maybe when in your 20s? And if not... Wow.
1: Yes, that's why. That's why I'm on the phone with you right now. Here's what we're doing. We're trying to. We're trying to curb the, the, uh, the, the process for greatness. And what I want you to do is that at 27, 28, I want you to be able to have a nationwide company and be authoritative when you speak and say, "Hey, look, this is this is documented my process." So what my job is to do is that I learned, I I didn't have anybody I had mentors in business, but I didn't have mentors in a training business. And what my, I think what my job, what makes my job simple and what's gonna make your job even more profitable is once you start getting people around you to say, you know what, this is not how I did it, but this is the mindset behind what I was doing. That way it gives you an opportunity to say, OK, I, I like that or I don't like that. But me telling you what to do, that just means you're going to have the same, maybe the same outcome as me when my job is to make you bigger and better. Not not the same.
0: Right, right, right. So eight years ago, did you just did you save up enough money from your job and then just jump into it? And what was that process transitioning from your uh, own, owning your own business to
1: I I had a uh a, a healthcare billing company and I was a practice administrator for a surgery center and a uh and a, and a and a practice so I had about 67 people that I was over including eight uh nurse practitioners and four MDs and long story short of that you know it it sounded good and and the money was good uh went into my head doctor's office and he said hey look, let's document the process And I said, cool. So I gave him a four-year window. This dude was making right about a million dollars a month, Mm -hmm. literally, because it was a surgery center. Mm -hmm. He's a pain doctor. So um, what ended up happening was I just gave him the blueprint to what I was going to do for his practice the next four years, Uh, basically fired me within two months, and then brought in somebody and paid them 25% of what I was making.
0: Wow, like, man. Right
1: then right then and there, what I did is I just said, Look, uh, I just made somebody a, a boatload of money and my heart wasn't in it. I'm gonna do what I feel like I wanna do. So I went home, told my wife, I said, Give me two years. If I if I can if I can make this work or profitable in two years, then you know, let me let me keep on doing it. But if I can't, I'll just go back out into the workforce and do what I do. So I gave myself a deadline, uh, and it was a hard deadline. I'm, uh, I am might have a 9-year-old, 28-year-olds, and a 6-year-old. So we, we, had, we had family duties that we had to uphold, and she gave me the opportunity to get it done.
0: So, so if you recall, tell me about if you ever had an experience where, you know, more cash just bleeding out than coming in. What's your mindset during that time?
1: Oh, I, I'm, if you look at my gym – I got three shooting guns. I have three, brand new. Like who? Who? Why? Who? Pay? So my job is this: I'm at the time, my job was to stockpile as much product and as much equipment as I could, so that I could get my kids the edge or an advantage that nobody else had, could offer. Um, so I literally, I, I sacrificed my my profit margin to to reinvest into the company and right now you know i have a i have a lot of things that a lot of other people Mm -hmm. don't and i'm i i would say i'm blessed to have it but it's it's also a rhyme and a reason behind why i have it
0: so you play the long game
1: oh absolutely i mean the the one thing about one thing about the training game is that you got guys that Mm -hmm. I say you know what I want to do this and it's cool I, I you see how I started I was like man I just got fed up but the problem is going to be not that you get fed up but what are you going to do with since you got fed up are you how, how are you going to go about it what happens when the kid that you're training with is talking back to you and they paying you long bread and you like no nah, I ain't taking that well I need the money well my principal far exceeds any monetary value you can do there's not there's no disrespect that's going to happen there's no where parents going to come in my gym and tell me how to run things there's nothing because at the end of the day you're paying the same money and the same for the same services as, as everybody else so you're going to act accordingly so um people you got to you got to understand what your your business plan. by the way if you don't have a business plan you already you're already lost Because at the end of the day, somebody's going to come and say, I'm going to build this building, and I want your product in it. Oh, by the way, we want to change your name to our building name. Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I just had a dude come to me yesterday with that. And it's like, it's just not going to happen. And I I just flat out told him, I said, y'all, y'all doing a great job. Y'all killing it. No, no, you're doing the same thing. You know, but we want you to come over here and do it. And I'm like, you know, I'm not giving up my name for nothing at all. And he's like, yeah, but I said, okay, well, I, let's go to lunch and let's let's keep a good conversation going, but that's not going to happen. It won't
0: happen. So there's a bunch of trainers that think that way. Uh, talked to a guy last night talking about – he's actually in the Dallas area talking about mm-hmm. gym time and everything's booked. And I, I mentioned, like – I should have mentioned you, too. I don't know the guy well enough to vouch for him, but I mentioned Tyler. I mentioned, you know, teaming up with some guys if he's having trouble. And he's had the same mindset, like, nah, I'm keeping my name. But the thing is, a lot of
1: training. Let let me say this. Let me say it this way. Please. What you you have to do is this, is that from the – you got to understand your business plan. If you don't have Mm -hmm. one, then Mm -hmm. what you're saying is for the moment. So, meaning that if I wanted to team up with somebody, it would have to be in my business plan. My business plan was longevity. I am going to outlast everything out there. Even though it's a, I call it an easy win, even though if I go and do this, it makes sense because it takes a lot off my plate. I get to enjoy the fruits of this. I get to do this, get to do that. But my business plan said I don't do AAU basketball. So we're not doing AAU basketball. Oh, but I need the money. I mean, I got I got eighty seven kids in my program. I could start my own AAU organization. Business plan said we're not doing AAU basketball. And so what you got to do is that if you didn't formulate and actually be earnest with yourself in the beginning, then your business plan is not really a guide. Or and that's what my mine mine is a roadmap. I know exactly where I'm trying to go, and I wrote it out from the beginning. Now. If you don't have that situation or if your business plan says, you know what, I want to get it down the road so that I can, quote, unquote, sell it, well, then you go with a bigger brand and you say, hey, look, I've achieved what my business plan set out to do. So it's, it's preparation, man. I mean, it's just we tell these kids they got to prepare for their moment, but the trainers don't. No.
0: Hmm. That's a good point. Like we, the trainers coach the kids. Who's coaching the trainers?
1: <laughs> I see the wheels turning.
0: Yeah, I'll put I'll put that down. I'll park it. Um, so my question for you <laughs> the next one is <laughs> the next one for you is uh you know you have a business plan and you have to start somewhere with baby steps. What do you do practically? You have a gym now, but most of these guys can't just write a plan down and go get a gym, you know, where do you start?
1: Well uh, I mean the thing about it is that what you don't know is I've been kicked out of like eight gyms. Eight? Yeah, because I've outgained them. So I've had partnerships, contracts contracts where they actually broke mm-hmm. them and said, you know what? Uh we're gonna have to renegotiate mm-hmm. because the negotiation by the way, if you're gonna do this thing, you better be you better you better have your your legal game up. Because when they have to pay thirteen thousand dollars a month, and they see you making twenty, and they not making rent, and you over here killing it, they're gonna be they're gonna feel some type of way about that. And your job is to be like, look, this is when you go and you you go into a strip mall, and you buy a space, and they and they rent it to you. They don't say, you know what? If you make a million dollars, we're gonna raise the rent they gonna say, here's what the rent is. If you make it or not, we don't care. Just make sure that check is in the mail every month. And so, and that's not how business is done in the training world, Um, which is why it's not real business, uh, but you still gotta remain business. So the end goal, if you're really trying to do this, is that there are a lot of people that, you know, people think, oh man, I'm gonna go get this little, fifth grader and you know his his parents have a lot of money and I'm gonna get them to buy me a building okay look at what you just said you don't own that building they're going to buy you a building meaning they bought it they ain't gonna just give it to you so now you in the same situation as if so you got you got to really really I love playing chess my man and and that's the one thing that's why I never fail because as long as I got chess pieces on the board and that that, that queen and king is still alive, we're good. As long as that king is alive, I'm I'm still good. I just got to learn how to maneuver with what 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 pieces I got left.
0: So you literally eight gems. You outperform. I mean, how long does it take you to outperform these people? Do you have people who transfer from the
1: next? Hey, you know what? what the, the whole point is that look at what I did in the medical field. I I I wanted to be the best. I actually went before that job. I was uh, on the Texas uh, Medicaid Reformation Team, meaning that Texas Medicaid, which is the largest Medicaid in, in, at the time in the in the in the country, um, I was on the team to give it kind of for, uh, for the for the for to reform it and uh, do different policy and procedures. Like I was the guy that, in a thirty thousand page book, I could give you the name. I mean the page number, the section number of what policy was what. So I, I'm I'm gonna go in there. Like if you if you tell me what my job is, I'm I wanna be the best at my job. And I don't think but that's that's once again, you know, I always say luck favors the prepared. Does that make sense? It does, it does happen.
0: It, it does. I have to step away for a second. So you, life favors the prepared. Had to charge my my PC. So you you look at this whole thing as a competition. Like some trainers look Absolutely. at it as
1: it's a competition.
0: It's a competition. You help people. You're helping me right now, but it's still a competition.
1: Absolutely. I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see you come up on me. I can't wait to see you come up on me in my rear view so we we can rev the engine and see what happened.
0: You're a true competitor, man. Like you. <laughs> and then it's trying to press on the gas, right? (laughs) Hey,
1: I mean, the the good news, I mean, like I said, man, uh, I tell people all the time, you know, I have a situation going on where I just got kicked out of a gym last month. I had a a two year contract with a company I'm not going to name, but, uh, we were in 18,000 square foot building. I put a brand new floor in. Uh, I mean, just had it rocking. Right. And, they actually came in. When I walked in the building, me and my attorney walked in and said, this is not going to last. Like, I'm to the point now where I can look at what you're doing and how you're doing it and tell you if you're going to be profitable or not. And uh, they, they went out of business in 15 months. They put in well over four thousand four hundred thousand dollars into a building. And that they were leasing, not owning, and went out and pulled out in 15 months.
0: Yeah, Lee. And this is, this is a lot of activity in the, in the eight year span.
1: Yeah. I mean, but the, the, the key is how resilient do you want to be? How, you know, I, I, what I, what I do is that my, there's nothing permanent about what I'm doing. If I want to, I can up and move all my stuff to Colorado tomorrow get a moving company. Like what I did. So here's, here's the one thing I will tell you. Never be married to people that are not married to you. So if your community is kind of fickle and they feeling you and they kind of sort of not feeling you, move around on them and, and make them appreciate you. Now, you're in, now you and now you in town. Like tomorrow I'm leaving six in the morning and I come back, I get back on a plane at 6, 6 p.m. And everybody's like, What are you doing tomorrow? I'm out of town. Oh, well, uh, but I got other trainers that can open the gym. But now, do you want me to open the gym? Yeah, yeah, we want to get into work. Okay, well now we can open the gym. So what you do is that you you don't let people box you in, um, even with these companies with the contracts that I've had that have failed. I mean, what three losses in three years? Okay. I mean, you keep on signing on the dotted line because the one thing that I will not do and this is this is uh, my wife that made me do this. I made some really ugly tough uh contracts that were a lot of clauses in there for me. And I thought they were a little bit harsh. Because you never want you never deal with business from the I'm, we're going to be on the outs with each other. You start out like we we're friends, and we're we're going to have a profitable profitable business partnership, and it's going to work out. But you got to put that ugly language in there, because when it does separate, you're going to need all that. And right now, what I've done is I just let the paperwork speak for me, and that's huge. It's I mean, it's, <laughs> I can't I can't express to you how how, how important that is. So what's some of
0: the ugly language that you can go into that you include?
1: Um, my hours are six AM to eleven PM every day, including holidays, regardless of what you have going on. Um, that our our negotiations will pick up two months before uh we won't renegotiate this contract until two months before the the, 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 the ending of the renewal process for this contract, meaning that if I've negotiated a 70 30 split or a, you know, we're paying $2,200 a month, we're not gonna come back and renegotiate that for no reason until two months before we're about the the contract is over. Um, and what that does is that when they come to you and say, hey, look, you're out gaining this, they're not gonna say that, but we need to renegotiate. It's your discretion. And I mean, the the biggest part is, they can't video film or use your product, your 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 information. Um, you know, they can't bring in a competing product. None of that stuff. But they own the building. You know, they're, they're, no, I don't give a dang. If this is a partnership, there's nobody else that's gonna be doing what I do except me. So, and you don't and when you're starting out, you don't think about that because you don't think nobody would do that. But when you making money and they not, they're like, Man, we're gonna use this court. Oh, by the way, in every contract, I specifically put the basketball court is mine. at no point in time does that is it to be allocated, used, rented, nothing. It's the basketball court is the property of all our basketball.
0: So when you're negotiating these and you meet these people for the first time, obviously you have, a, you have credibility enough to demand those kind of things. Absolutely. Absolutely. When, you're, when, you're, when you're starting out, though, because most of the guys who listen here, I mean, they're, they're not on that level yet.
1: But here's the here, key is that I, I've been kicked out of eight gyms. How I many do you want to get kicked out of before you learn a lesson? So the main thing is gonna be that always go in with a business mindset and always conduct business. Now, if you wanna talk profits and all, well, that's on you, That that is solely on you. That's your hustle, your grind. But if you have a bad business contract or no contract, then everything that you do, think about this. What? Let's say you go and and make, you know, you have a great month and make seven grand a month, right? and these people see that and they're like hey man you now you're doing a great job look let's restructure it oh, 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 huh you don't have no negotiating power you're going to do it because it's like now you got people coming to this place looking for you and if you leave then people are going to come to that place and that's the biggest misconception that you could ever have i have people that will follow me under a bridge if i trained under a bridge they gonna come Period, and it's like you got to believe in your product and what you stand for. So uh, that this is why we're having this conversation. I don't want you to. I don't. You you don't need to think lesser than. You need to think equal. If if you go in with a lesser than mindset, if you can, if I'm a business person, and you come to me, and I can get you for the cheap, I'm gonna do it. And matter of fact, I'm gonna lock you into it, where you can't do nothing but cheap. But I and then I'm gonna use your energy to make money for me. So yeah, this, this is a perfect conversation for for all the trainers that listen and and you know they could hear this. At the end of the day, if you come in low, you're gonna stay low for a minute. Oh well, I'm I'm gonna do my own thing. I'm gonna, bro. Okay, good luck to you. Good luck to you. But I, it, it, it's it's the mindset and uh, you're. But the the flip side of that, my son is you got people that's not really w- willing to put in the work they just want the money, and they wanna do you know eighteen moves and throw it around my neck and you know and then they wanna you know I, I'm gonna walk around with this phone, and I, here's a kid that I just met today, but man, he's nice look at him i've I've been working with him for a day, mhm. So, I mean, it, it, it's it, it's a quality um, control issue that's going on right now, but it's also an uh, integrity issue. And if you have, if those are not your issues, then you'll do fine in this industry. But if you're a shady little dude just like to do short-cutting shady stuff, then you're going to meet Ms. Tessa all around the place, and they're going to tear your ass up.
0: Man, like okay, I heard a couple of things that are really important, just to summise that little that little vent right there that was good, so one, don't i mean you basically get valued at what you value yourself so Absolutely. for example, like I've been doing i I'm about sixty days into this stuff, like I know basketball, but the training's different, right, and I'm already seeing like i I have to cut out free evaluations like it gets people in the doors, but a lot of these people don't value free so <laughs> i didn't value myself right do you still do free evaluations aside question oh,
1: go, go go look on my go look on my website you know what the fun part is i don't see i don't free. do free. here here's the best part about it uh, my website is ball-hard.com so here's what i, I did you can you hear me can you hear
0: me i can hear you now
1: okay all right so uh my what i if you go look on my website it says First visit free, meaning that I'm going to put you in a group setting. I'm not going to go a one-on-one with you because I charge 85 bucks for one-on-one. And to be quite honest, I don't like doing one-on-ones with brand new people. I want to do it with established clients that I know what their weaknesses, deficiencies are, so that I can go straight to that. Like, you got people that like, oh, well, I just want my kid to work one-on-one. I don't want them to work in groups. Okay, we'll find another trainer. Huh?
0: Mm-hmm. Straight like I, that.
1: I, I mean, but you got to understand, my client base is a lot different. I got kids going to Oregon right now. Uh, Oregon, just everybody on Oregon just left except for the, the point guard. But I got a kid going to University of Oregon right now. And it's like, why am I going to sit up there and spend time, you know, with a kid that I don't even know when I got the, got to get this kid ready for the NBA, not Oregon, but in NBA. Mm-hmm. Right. So my, you know.
0: I see that. I see that. I am new to Ball Hard. First ever visit. Group only. <laughs> Freak. <laughs> I am wait. I want pricing yeah, for yeah, what more. That mean-
1: what that means is this. It's, it, to me, it's called a sunk cost. You know what that means? Sunk cost? Sunk. S-U-N-K. Some cost.
0: I've heard of sunk. it as an economical term. I don't remember the how to define it. Go ahead.
1: I, at that date and at that time, I was going to do a group workout anyway what does it hurt me to do one more one more person i'm gonna be there they're gonna be there so now the evaluation is this i'm doing my job anyway nothing changes on my end but me giving you one-on-one time no sir that means that i had to come out of my normal schedule and come and meet somebody that may or may not be worth my time when i could do that and i've already and it's a sunk cost so I don't I don't offer one-on-one evaluation. Oh, well, my kid is real good. Don't do that to yourself. I've done good before. We we had a couple of kids that were pretty okay. So why don't you just come on in here and let, let's see if we can kick the tires and go from there. And what I do is that I do, and well, anyway, I'm not going to give away that recipe, but yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, bottom line, man, is that business plan. Understand who you are. Understand your word, Understand what it is you're trying to pull off, and go from there. Yeah, I like
0: that. You know, full disclosure, I am i uh, I'm one of uh, the tw- young dude just wanted to step on the limb, step out on faith, help these kids out. Didn't have any gym. Didn't have any clients. I'm new to this area, and a gym hit me up. I don't have a contract right now with them. I, I don't, I just got there. I'm still trying it out. So you're talking to a lot of trainers, but you're also talking to me too with that. And uh, that's interesting. That's why I'm sitting here like, wow, that's a lot to consider, you know?
1: Uh, no, but it, it's a business. I mean, and the, and the whole point is that, um, the way I look at it is I'm the CEO, CEO and, and and the the engineer, of my entire product so now I have a situation where if I build this right in, you know the next year and a half two years this is something that my kids are going to be able to profit off of and be able to say you know what this is my dad's name and my dad's brand but now it's mine and I just move out out the way and go get a laundromat or something and just get some mailbox money and call it a lifetime.
0: I a passive uh, passive recurring revenue uh so you um you trying to leave it for your children's children that's cool you man i had a had a question i wanted to ask i had a lot of questions actually but you, <laughs> not sure which one to to start with um blank blanked out right there do you have anything else you want to add before i cut you off
1: no man i mean the the main thing i would tell you know anybody trying to do this, is that it, it's all about the intent. Um, if you, if you're gonna come in and say, you know what, I'm gonna change the game, you don't even know what the game is. Like, so, you don't even know what parts you like and what parts you don't. Right. I, I so. Found so, Question.
0: I found, I'm ahead. sorry. I found that question. It, it's not almost as good as I think it is, but uh, I think I don't know how much time you have either. So I wanted to make sure go, I asked it. Go,
1: go, go, go. Go
0: okay. Uh, you, you, I looked at your Instagram account and I don't think you have like hundreds and thousands of them, but you still have like a, you're still doing numbers. Now you didn't tell me directly what your numbers were, but I'm assuming you do over seven grand a month. I'm assuming you do well for having four kids. Um,
1: um, you're, you're, you're low on it.
0: I'm, and that's all I need to know because $7,000 for some trainers is good for them per month. Not <laughs> profit. I'm not sure about your, your, your growth. I don't know all your numbers. But my question for you is, you know, your your how do you, what's been the main way that you've grown your business? Has it been word of mouth, referrals?
1: Oh, but, hey, how about this? I've I, I produced no less than nine Division one players every year. And by the way, that hurts. That 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 takes a lot. Being that and being a dad and being a husband, I'm I'm very very consistent about who I am and what I do. Um, the the rule in my house is this: if I can't produce a D1 player in one single year, I'm going I'm out. I'll go find something else to do. So what what it does is that it's not even a focal point anymore. It's that that's just what we do. We we're gonna put out the hits. I call I call my gym Motown USA. We put out hits. So at the end of the day, it's like, and it's not, you know, and by the way, the funniest part is that what I just said, people might look at it as being braggadocious and all this and all that. But I'm when you buy a brand new house, you like you you kind of like that house. And that's the way you invest money in it. And that's what you call home. And, you know, most people will look at your house and be like, yeah, but to my house, I love it. So I'm gonna represent I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I have a very good outlook on how my house looks and what how I talk about it. So my house is my house mm-hmm. and that, that thing is a map. So
0: you know what's funny about you saying that? I talked to a trainer, a guy named Eddie Oates, and he's in North Carolina. A guy has a I mean he hangs out with Steph, a guy has a a basketball court in his house. At night. This is a, a really luxurious lifestyle, and all he does is train, right? And I asked him a question, and he said, uh, you live how your house looks and smells. Okay. And and it kind of the same thing you're saying right there. I asked him a question about proximity, like, will kids, will parents come if it's a far drive for them? And he said, and if it's in a bad neighborhood, too. And he said, yeah, you, you mean you live how your house looks and smells. So it might be a bad neighborhood, but how are you? who are you as a trainer? Um, that was his thought process behind it. But my question for you is, unless you want to comment on that, um, my question for you is what do you mean by produce? Do you take these kids from ninth grade to 12th grade or what does produce
1: mean? You know, you know, you won't see anybody on my, on my page that I haven't worked with for two years. So these are kids that are mine. Um, what I'm doing, like you have guys that, the the kid already had a name and you take them and it's like, Ooh, like Sedona Prince. That's a prime example. The six, seven girl that I have. Um, I didn't, I just inherited the kid, but the, the changes that we're doing are crazy. Like, like she's six, seven, but she can stroke, she can handle, you know, she can bang. Um, and you know, we, you know, white girl, she can move now. And so we're, we're making huge strides. But then on the flip end, I had an eighth grader who, just, who was a senior this year, Nikki Hillary, and she's just going to George Mason. But she averaged 30 points a game this year. And she averaged 30 points a game in a predominantly black situation. Like, people were trying to stop her and couldn't. She came in the gym one day and said, you know what, I had a was mad because she had a season low 16. but this is a mindset that we're creating you know and what we did is that we and by the way that business plan that I told you I had in the beginning with all my juniors and all my seniors we go we go plan for the year one of the goals was this she said she wanted to become central Texas player of the year I said okay you know what that's going to take she's like no, what I said it's going to take 30 points a game she's like 30 points a game I'm like yeah 30 points a game. And then we went on and showed her how to average 30 points a game. And guess what she did? 30 points a game, and she got Central Texas player of the year. And what that is is that she's the best girl in the city, regardless of classification,
0: period. You know know what's funny? Um, this entire time, we haven't said uh, – we haven't even – exactly. well, one, one
1: word. Exactly. One word about
0: uh, about – E, your like your playing days, what you did back in college, because you're getting results now. That's all that matters.
1: Well, what you what you do is this: is that you gotta you gotta learn how to transfer information. And if you're going by yesteryear, then that's not that's not the. When you're dealing with kids, the best way to reach them is to help them. If you want to scold them and stand over them, then that's gonna be a limited situation. Because now you're actually preventing their growth. But if I just sit up here and say, hey, look, hey kid, I'm just trying to feed into you. If you don't want it, just leave. Like I mean, so the key is gonna be that uh once again, I'm I'm super, super consistent with the work that I do. Um uh, we're we're in the gym seven days a week. Um, you know, my wife doesn't like it. I don't my body doesn't like it. But you gotta understand this. Like the University of Texas, uh, uh the head coach for SMU, Travis Mays, um, Joey Wright, um for he's the uh head coach for the uh, professional team in Australia, the uh, uh the Adelaide 36ers, Lance Blinks, who's a NBA executive, uh these are guys that showed me they go play fives. Then they would go towel off. They would go downstairs, work out. Then they go get the individual work done, and then they go take a shower, and then they go home. You're talking about six, seven hours a day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's like a almost it's almost like a, an unheard of thing to work out on a Friday. You know that it's just Friday. Nobody works out. And and I you know and. And then you go and do your Saturday, Sunday, whatever. But I saw guys that worked out for seven hours like it wasn't nothing. So now when I'm in a gym for 7, 10, 13 hours, my trainers are like, bro, how do you do? Oh, my God. I'm like, I don't. I'm only built. Man, when you build a car, you understand what that car is built for? And it does exactly what you build it. I mean, built it to do. Why are you surprised? Like. I, I I don't I don't know what else to say. It's just I, I had I was blessed enough to be around guys that, that had the information and the you know, I'll make it easy. Guess what I'm doing with you right now? What's that? Paying it for the thing they did with me. They gave me they, they showed me information versus me giving you information. But they showed me a lifestyle that I never knew. They showed me, you know, things that I, I didn't. Who would have thought that seven hours? Like, oh, well, you got to commit seven hours. Yeah, you really do. But it's like that's from the trainer perspective. Now, I got national. I don't. Why I'm here? Let's go ahead and stop, and say mm-hmm. that you got to be make. You got to make sure that your your trainees are are in the classroom working like they gotta get i have national merit honors uh, uh national honor society i have you know kids that make all state academically all this and all that like i don't deal with baller's life kids won't do it i, so I you I, don't
0: I, deal with what it kind of cut out there
1: uh ballers mm-hmm. like all they want to do is just hoop like they don't get in the classroom and get it done like they barely pass and just enough to so where they can keep on playing basketball or something like that. Like we, I'm not doing that. We're not even. I'm not even messing with that. So we're we're looking at transcripts. We're looking at. Um, we're looking at grades, because. And by the way, if I'm looking at your grades, I'm already looking at you kind of funny, because I expect you to already be up there. So when I when I ask you for your report card, you probably in in, in a bad situation anyway. So, I understand what your 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 leverage is. And you can make these kids respond to you, and 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 come up to your level of expectation.
0: I have two main questions, and who knows what follow up questions come from it, because <laughs> okay. um, this is this is good, great stuff actually. So the first question comes off of the type of clientele you deal with, and I'm not sure how many people you have with that target that you have with the grades and the basketball but it's almost like the tale of two cities, right? One kid told me, I was talking to him and his parent, and the kid said, I just feel like I can't go all in. I asked him on a scale of one to 10, how serious are you about becoming a better player? He said, a, a eight, and I don't feel like I can become a 10 because I have to focus on my schoolwork. And he has like a 4.0. And his dad starts to talk about, man, you got to be a 10 if I'm going to pay for this and yada, yada. And I understood what he was coming from because – little Johnny has homework to do and he can't be in the gym seven hours yet. But, yep. and forgive me, like, Daquan, he's in his gym all day. He don't care about it. So you, you're you oh, saying yeah. you don't mess with the kid?
1: No, no, no. Okay, okay, go ahead. So here's what I have. Just two days ago, uh, a kid named Ryan Elvin, he goes to Cedar Ridge High School. He's in the ninth grade. Uh, this kid is number 20 out of 738. And yet his consistency this year has been the least consistent but i know he's doing his work he's doing footwork with you know this footwork guy you know getting his he he, he's a white kid got a bad run so we're working on that we're working on basketball skills and he's number Mm -hmm. 20 and out of 738 kids so what that means is this Mm -hmm. is that you got kids that i need to understand time management uh, the dad that said he needs to be a 10 is wrong because mm-hmm. the kid says all that kid needs to do is just be. Uh, that that was, I have a training session. All right. Uh, but this kid has to be. No, 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 no. I have.
0: A, Somebody else is taking care of it?
1: <laughs> uh, say it again. Uh, I'll get in just a second. We got a, a guy getting ready for the draft that we got to go work out.
0: Okay. Uh, okay.
1: Okay. No, 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 you're good, you're good. Um, but the main thing is train of thought. All right, so now with Ryan Helvin uh he has to understand time management and dad saying he needs to be a ten, that that's not the right thing. Dad is putting more eggs in the basket than, than the kid. Like dad needs to just sit here. Two things parents need to understand pay for it and support. That's it. Our job and the rest is our job. And if you're not strong enough to do that job, then send them on to somebody that is. But the parents, mm-hmm. they pay and they support. Don't step on my court. Don't I don't need you buttoning in on my workouts. Just sit there and when I when I get through beating him up, you go home and you love on him and you hug on him and you tell him how wonderful he is because he's gonna need that. And make sure you give me my check. Sim- simple as that.
0: And and along those those lines, what do you say for the kid who is a good kid? Do you have scholarships is the easy way to ask that question.
1: The answer is, I'm, I'm, as a black male, I'm I'm afforded the opportunity to give back to my community. I always will, if there's a kid that's willing to put in the time, energy, and the work, um, the one thing is that there's kids that can't perform mm-hmm. that have put caveats on what I will and what I won't do but I, I will definitely scholarship a kid, no problem at all. The other part is that um, single moms and uh, situations where you got multiple kids in multiple sports, we're definitely here here to help mm-hmm. as well. Um, I, I'm, I'm in a great position. And it, it, if you're all about the money, then expect that to be how people deal with you too. So uh, you, you wanna be dealt with the same way. I got four kids, nine, eight and six and you can only imagine what summer camp looked like at my house, because good lord. And I'm, I'm like, do y'all? So here it is. And I'm asking, do y'all offer sibling discounts? Uh, you no, know no. I mean, so you gonna get dealt with the same way that you deal with people?
0: Right, right, right. I mean, coach, is there any um, anything else you want to to leave with everybody? You know, your phone is blowing up right now. Anything else you want to leave with the trainers that are going to listen to this?
1: <laughs> Uh, the main, uh, yeah, the main thing I would say uh, about that, are you there?
0: Yeah, I'm there. I, don't mind. I know how it is. Man. That's a good thing. That's a good sound to me. It sounds. Good. <laughs> I want my phone to do that.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the main thing guys is, uh, is this is a, a opportunity for you to sit up here and say, who do I want to be? And what do what mark do I want to leave on this world? Uh, this is my legacy. And I'm very, very proud of it. You know, not once have we talked about, you know, we talked about the kid from Oregon and whatnot, but we're not Lord, just a second. Lord. Are you there?
0: I'm here. I mean, I just muted myself so I can listen.
1: There you go. All right. So um, but the main thing is going to be that you you have an opportunity. And when you when you take it, full advantage of it, um, you know, I don't sit up here and talk about, oh, in eight years, we have this many kids going to college. and But the one thing I will say is this is the, the one accolade I'll give myself is that we've had one red shirt in eight years. We've had one kid mm-hmm. that wasn't ready to go in eight years. And that's mm-hmm. that's all I can say Um at the end of the day I'm doing my job. I'm doing I I hope to do it at a higher high level. Um but at the same time I have more work to do. So I'm I'm inspired uh just by by myself in a sense that all right now what can I do next year? And I think that's what people need to understand. Never get satisfied, never get complacent.
0: Coach, I appreciate that time and the interview, and uh, hopefully we can have you back on. And uh, next time I post that video, I promise to tag you in it.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't hear a you're saying. Still there? All right, so what were you saying?
0: I was just closing out and saying I appreciate your time for the interview. And uh, next time I post your uh, your video, I promise to to tag you in it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I appreciate that, my man. Hey, look, you be well, and uh, I'll give you a shout later on today. And God bless you. Yes,
0: yeah, sir. God bless. Safe travels up to Colorado. All right, buddy. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Basketball to Business Podcast. If you like what you heard, go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Snapchat at mysonjones. And if you are not like me and don't need to burn all bridges, quit your day job and only bank on a plan A. And you want to make some money on the side by doing basketball training. Check out www.hoopsinstitute.com and sign up for a free 30 day trial. Until next time, and remember, you are not alone in your journey to reach your dreams.